Josh, our friendship was built in the analog world long before we could ever even talk on a video screen with one another. Yeah, no kidding. In fact, the talking on a video screen was the future. <laughs> <laughs> it was fancy, like Demolition Man. It's like, oh, uh, it's like you can talk on the video screen. <laughs> Which, un- ironically, Demolition Man seems to be like the most uh, enduring vision of the future so far. <laughs> yeah, so far there's more restaurants than just Taco Bell, but you know, we'll, right. we'll probably find We're heading out. there. We'll head there. You know, I, what I find really interesting is that there's a lot of games, a lot of movies, a lot of things is talking about like post-apocalyptic future. And it's talking like the lonely experience when you're not in the room with people. Right. Even though you interact, it's like there's a distance between. Right. And we're almost seeing the the um, the frame of it right now because people have had, they've been forced to learn other ways to communicate. So as human beings, we still do. Right. But the in-person experience can never be fully replaced. Right. So uh, join Brian and I as we launch out onto the loop and discuss this today on Curiosity Continuum. Hey everybody, this is Brian. And this is Josh. Welcome to Curiosity Continuum. We are a podcast and movement started by two lifelong friends whose mission is to guide you through a changing world by helping you level up your contextual awareness and sharpen collaboration and problem-solving skills. Our conversations explore, examine, and reframe practical topics that help you learn something new and apply what you already know in a new way. If you find these conversations helpful, please hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app and rate us, and please leave a review so others can join the community. And as always, you can find us on curiositycontinuum.com and our social media accounts. Thanks for tuning in, and let's start the conversation. Okay, so I don't want to denigrate like video conferencing tools, right? Because they're actually they're really helpful. Use, they're helpful, and we need them. Yeah, but it's still not a full <laughs> experience. No, and we're talking today because we're actually actually in the same room recording, which. I know a lot of people don't think that we always that maybe they think we always are in the same room and we hope they do but and a lot of times we know they don't because if they know us they know that Brian lives in Nashville and I live in South Florida. You're giving away the secret sauce. Right? Yeah, giving away the secret sauce a little bit. But today Brian's actually down here for a holiday and um his family is here so we decided let's record some episodes. Yep. So here we are. So when you meet somebody in person there's that feeling like, hey, I really connected with this person or yes. you have an exchange. Now, because of things like Zoom, you're able to carry on those human com- conversations and kind of have that. Right. And obviously there's, there's like coaches like for business or executive coaches or life coaches. And they all they do is online business. And it's great because they're and they can go anywhere in the world, basically. And their reach is good. Yeah. And that's a powerful model. Yes. And still, it's like there are little things that you still don't pick up on video, even as as big of a, um, uh, you know, highest resolution possible. Right. Streaming into your home. There's little things that a person does when you notice when they're right across from you. Yeah, it's a lot about nonverbal communication. Because, like, I think about at least 80 to 85% of what we do is nonverbal. I mean, you can just see somebody and know if they're engaged or know if they're, like, having a good day or a bad day. Sometimes on Zoom, you're just like, everybody looks tired. Yeah. Because <laughs> they probably are. Mm-hmm. But... I also think there's a less formality across the technology where you don't feel as engaged. So you're like, why am I putting forth effort? Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I've actually appreciated that in this time when people realize that people have like children running around. Right. Or dogs barking. Hey, that's that's, real life. That's real life. (laughs) It happens. I've appreciated that because some people have put up such a big facade, especially in their business life. Right. I'm perfect. I'm all together. And I've actually enjoyed the go like, hang on a sec. My dog is barking. I'm like. 
We're good. We're all people. And I mean, those are the things, too, that I think with people is that nobody's perfect. And to put the facade on that you've got it all together all the time is just a facade. Yeah. It's not true. You know, I mean, I know sometimes that we record, you hear our dogs barking in the background or what you guys don't hear is us editing out a lot of the life <laughs> that happens. Exactly. You know, somebody comes into a room that we're recording in and, you know, we're off the rails for five minutes. Mm-hmm. It just happens. It happens. And we edit that down for the sake of listening because it's not interesting to listen to, for no, one. Not at all. And it's not con- contextual to the what we're talking about. I actually have a good experiment to say, like, what do we talk about that happening in the background right you know what i'm saying anyway yeah different note but okay so i've seen a lot of young people well, i say young people just because i see some people in my social media younger feeds, people younger ish people than us. yeah yeah they're getting married sure right? they're going through the beginning parts of their adult life yeah really. i don't see anybody like i want to start my life together with somebody across the globe no it doesn't happen no there are certain relationships that you want well, to be in the room and even with like a dating app thank god i don't have to use stuff like this because I honestly think if anything ever happened, and I, I would never date again or anything because it's so crazy now, you always find people close to you, right? I mean, you don't want to date somebody that's across the country. Because I still don't feel like you read people right. No. So let's talk about this. So how much easier is it to pretend you're somebody else on a non-analog, in-person medium? Pretty easy. So what is, let's talk about examples about that. Because I know... I think the shiny examples, I mean, Instagram is a pretty well-known language around the world. You can really look super shiny <laughs> doing stuff on social media. <laughs> lots of media. filters, lots of uh, things. You can have a different picture than is actually you. Yeah, very planned, very whatever. There's yeah. actually a certain amount of planning you can do for video right. that you can't do in person. Like, you see people stutter. You right. see somebody have to rethink something. You watch the direction their eyes go when they're trying to reference something. Right, right. And I mean, if they're like referencing something that's like true or false or... A lot of people also stumble over words and stumble over things, which is like normal. And I think when you're together in a room and people do that, it's more genuine. You're not just, it's not that it's, it's, it's not a show. It's not this like, and there are, I mean, Hey, look, you, we all have presentations and things that we actually practice. Mm -hmm. Those are different. We're talking about like in-person interactions every day with people. Right, Brian? Yep. And obviously for now, uh, as, as people have to be a little bit more distance, you know? Mm-hmm. But we, we find it to be a close enough proxy to have human connection. But it's still not the human connection like we would think about it. Now, the younger generation, like my children, might say, yeah, this is fine. Like, I know how to do this and stuff. But I'll tell you what, everybody in my children's grades, when over uh, with lockdowns and things like that, they came out of school. They were learning remotely. They were learning virtual. Now, my children homeschooled, so they had more tools. They had a little leg up on it because they already were used to that process. But there was still so much learning curve for everybody. Right. right. You know that every student was just like thrilled to be able to go back to like an in-person learning environment, even with right. all the different regulations and restrictions. And they were like, oh my gosh, yes, please. That tells you something. Even if they're so used to technology and digital, that they want the in-person. Yeah. And I think too, sometimes, let's say this is the way you only ever learned like you only learned remotely. I don't think you would have the contextual awareness to realize what you're missing until it's put in front of you again. Fair. Or if you had it all the time, you don't realize what it is until you're gone. I think that's the one thing I think I really noticed about recent events is that 
some of the stuff that we were complaining about, like getting in person to like a sporting event or going to a concert or anything like that, all the little minutia we expect would be like, oh, look at the traffic. Look at this. Look at I got to sit next to a sweaty guy. You know, all this stuff is actually really important. Yeah. You manage and, your environment and you really are missing it. Like, I, I mean, I'm missing just going out and being around people and not worrying that I'm going to catch something that's going to kill me. Right. You know? Yeah. Because it is stressful now, too. And I think that's another, it's just another layer of stress that is on our modern life. Yeah, that's true. You know, what's interesting, so, like, if you have, like, text. Yeah. It's in red messages, or red receipts or whatever like right. that. Or you see the email. I've had to work more with my children to verbally acknowledge somebody. Sure. So, like for example, like of like Isaac, my son, will sometimes talk to a friend. Friend says hi. I say, Isaac, are you going to acknowledge that they're there? He goes, Well, I heard them. It's like I said, I know you heard them. Yeah, but they didn't know you heard them. Right. Right. And so sometimes in digital things, like oh, I see the person read it. Right. Or I see that they're good. And there's some things that they take as cues. It doesn't mean that you've communicated though. There's a lot of assumptions I think that you build into it, going like, you know. And that's happened to me, like actually on the digital medium front. So, like, I sent a text to my mom one time, and it said, like, she read it at this time, right? She never got back to me all day. And I text her again, or later in the day, said, hey, what's up with this? And she's like, oh, I just saw this text from right now. Oh, right. (laughs) Because I didn't follow up on it. Because I actually was taking too much faith in the technology. Oh, right. So it was the other, that's more my problem, I think, uh, than... I always love to communicate like with people, you know, here and now. I, mm-hmm. I would much rather do that. I'd much rather pick up the phone and talk to somebody yeah. than I would over text. Although I realize that everyone is kind of, even though I have anxiety and all that, I think that a lot of people like texts because they're like little emails that are just there waiting. You know, like I'm that way. But I check my phone. I also realize I check my phone way too much. Like especially when I'm off of work. I'll check mm-hmm. it like 10 times an hour, 15 times an hour. Yeah. I'll be like, I just got to put it down. It makes you wonder what who's managing, what's managing what. Are you managing the device or is the device managing you? Right. And I think that goes together with this kind of more this in-person uh, talking. Like we should be talking more in person together. Mm-hmm. But although, I mean, it, the technology is great and it's useful and it needs to be there. It just should be a part of the way we communicate, right? Yeah. It, it can be something useful, but it can be a disruptor if we don't actually say that we're the human being in the room. Right. We're going to say, this is when it can be contacted. This is when not. This is the type of notifications I'd like to get. You know, a lot. <laughs> right. of, there's a lot of coaches, and I'm one of them, that says, like, you know, you should shut off notifications. Like, I have most of my notifications on my phone shut off, except for, like, my alarm clock. Sure. A text message. I don't have email notifications. That stuff drives me bananas. Yeah, I know. I get so get... much email. It's like, right. I would just be... You know, you just check it once or twice a day or three times a day or whatever you need to. Yeah, to be able to go say, okay, yeah. here oh, it is. Oh, yeah, this is important. If it's super important, they'll text you. Yeah, imagine And that. you'll know them, you know. I also think that it's important to, if you do this all day long, if you're on Zoom all day long and you're on these technologies all day long, it's important to unplug from that for a while. Like Brian said, turn notifications off. Just get a little different, you know. You don't have to always be the same way like when you go home at night this is something i've been really trying to do when i go home at night i'll even be talking to brian sometime on the way home and i'll be like look i pulled it home i'm putting the phone down for like an hour or two yep and you know brian's like yep have a good night man you know and we just we just unplug from that for a little bit so 
that is because it's the different type of communication. It's a little more, it's just nice to have a balance. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything. Yes. It's not everything encroaching on everything else. Right. So what do you think, Brian? You think that's a good point to put a, conversa- a comma here or do you want to have a closing thought? No. Uh, you've trained me pretty well not to have a closing thought after <laughs> you say put a comma because <laughs> it usually gets edited out. So, All yeah. right. All so right. we will think about this and you guys think about this too. Until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. Curiosity Continuum.